Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 266. Uh, Drink It To You podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. Sorry, I had to check there if I was right. On the no- A lot of these just bleed together, you guys. I can't remember what number I'm on, but this is episode 266. I'm sitting here drinking my twisted tea. Yeehaw! Because uh, I'm from Texas. Uh, if you got them, drink them. Let's take our first drink. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Waiting about 30 minutes. I actually started this podcast at a perfect time. If I get this done in a timely manner and don't have to start over for whatever messed up reason, um, I can actually watch the start of the Stars game. Which, I mean, it's a huge game tonight, by the way. Uh, Playing the Vegas Golden Knights, the tops of the uh, Pacific Division. My Stars sitting atop somehow of the Central Division with their five-game losing streak. Five-game skid, um, as they would say. I don't know what the hell's going on with us. And for once, I'm not shit-talking Jamie Benn. I think he's he's done well. He's played well. Um, there, there's another player on our team I could definitely shit-talk, but uh, I, what's the deal with the defense, man? That last game, we are up 3 to nothing. I, I think it was over halfway through the game, and it's just like, maybe I'm the curse. That's what I think sometimes. It's like I turn the game on, you know, it's already halfway over, and they they get a goal scored on them. I'm like, fuck. You know, it's like, all right, all right, it's, it's all right. We got a two goal cushion. It should be okay. And, you know, I go to do whatever I do, wash some clothes, eat some food, and I look back up, and it's three to three, and I'm like, oh my god. We just, I don't know, man. Like, do we only focus on scoring and shooting? Because this is awful. I, I I honestly can't believe that we're on top. By a point, the Jets are right behind us. They've played one more game than us somehow. It just flip-flops the whole season. Uh, we better be on top of our shit tonight because Vegas is good. I don't know if they're Stanley Cup worthy, but man... Um, I definitely have the most points in the Western Conference. Uh, we just got to get on that, man. What, we lost to the fucking last place. <laughs> Blackhawks. I mean, and there's something that happens, too, I feel like. When you're the last place team, you know, that's when you start playing well. For And the reason is you just don't have anything to lose. You know? It's like talking to a, a chick... You know, you go to a place, you sit down, you see someone you like, try to get her number, she shoots you down, you're just like, fuck, alright, well, I guess I'm moving on to the next place, and the next time you don't feel as uncomfortable about it, you're like, well, fuck it, I've already been shot down, you know, I don't have a date coming up, I didn't get any numbers, let me ask this girl that I like, you get shot down again, it's like, ah, fuck it. By then, you're having a good time. You know, a couple of drinks in. Hopefully, you're not drinking and driving. Get an Uber, get a Lyft. And I want to add this one to it. Get a DoorDash. Be a lazy asshole. They'll bring it to you. If you want them to pour it in your mouth, though, I, th- I th- that's extra. That's back page material. <laughs> that's on those back pages. But anyway, don't drink or drive. Get an Uber, get a Lyft. 
or DoorDash. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, by the third bar. I mean, you probably got your beer goggles on, so <laughs> it's it's, a, it's easier to impress you by that point. But you don't give a shit. You're just having fun. Now it becomes a game of like, let's see, let's see how if I can get shot down. <laughs> let's see how many times tonight I can get shot down. And guess what'll happen? You'll you'll finally get those digits. You know? You'll finally talk to that girl and have a good time, maybe in the the night in a good way. You know, I was telling someone this the other day about you know, like going on an interview. And um <clears throat> I used to tell myself this this thing, and it sounds weird. It sounds backwards, but just to shake off the nerves of the interview because you know like I, i'm the kind of person if i'm going in for the interview i want the fucking job you know what i mean i i don't want i'm not wasting my fucking time i want this to be my job that's why i'm here i'm going to present my best version of myself the best resume that i patched together with paintbrush <laughs> on the computer you know and um you know i'm going to give him my all that's that's pretty much what i do in anything i think that's a good way to be. You know? Oh, shit. It's telling me low battery. Okay, it didn't stop. But that's a good way to be, you know? Like, just give it your all. If you're playing a fucking sport, go 100%. There's no point in just holding back. Why would you do that? You know, if it's if it's a video game, go 100%. Try your best. Try your hardest. Whatever. If it's a long work day, just give it your all, you know? It's not going to kill you. And I used to tell myself this thing, like going on job interviews, I was like, okay, and I'd sit down and have my little pep talk to myself. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to fail. I'm ready to fail this interview and them to laugh me out of the place. And that would alleviate all the nerves. Because it's like, I, that's the worst that could happen. And I can't say I nailed every single job interview. I didn't get all of them. I don't think anyone's batting 100% in that category. Unless you're new to it. Maybe if you're 18 and you just applied for your first Chick-fil-A job, you're just like, you got it. And you're like, yeah, 100%. No one can turn me down. I don't know if you think about it that way. When you're 18, you're like, ah, oh, God, this fucking sucks. <laughs> I got to do this the rest of my life now. Either at this place or the place next door where they have the burgers. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good strategy. You know, there's um, when I did martial arts, that's nerve wracking. Is it wrecking or racking? I say racking. I don't care. Um, when I did karate, and that was, the, you know, you have to do your test for the belt. You have to know this, the movements, the certain forms, the kata, if you're doing legit Okinawan karate. I always thought that was funny how karate was just like an umbrella term. Brazilian jiu-jitsu back in the 90s used to be karate. Oh, he's doing karate. Boxing was boxing, but he, taekwondo, that's karate. Karate was karate. I'm saying the word so much it's starting to lose meaning. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, you have to go in there and test for your belt to move up to the next level. 
So they'll teach you more shit. And uh, that's what I used to tell. Okay, I'm, I'm ready to go into my test. I'm ready to fail. Um, and it worked out, you know. I had practiced and practiced and practiced. I knew I knew my shit. It just alleviates that pressure of if you actually do fail. And if you do fail, guess what? I was right all along. I said I was ready to fail. And I failed miserably. <laughs> I failed hard. You know? And, and that's not the point of doing it. You shouldn't go in there and actually try to fail. But it's just a way of saying I'm going to make mistakes. You know? <laughs> like stepbrothers. I'm going to fart in the middle of the interview. Sorry. I'm human. Hey, man, that might break the tension, actually. Of the seriousness of the interview. Um, that's something I've never wanted to do and I've never done is actually be the person on the other side interviewing, having all these fucking questions and pretending like I care. I feel like I'm a pretty good reader of people, whatever you might call that without sounding stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like I can read people pretty well. So it's like in the first couple of minutes, I'm sure most people can that do interviews like, yeah, this guy's not going to get it. Now I have to sit here for the next fucking 15 minutes and bullshit with this person as if they're going to get the job and listen to their story. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Could you tell by how every week I never have anyone to interview on this podcast? That's not what I do it for. I don't do it to interview people. I'm not fucking Barbara Walters. Rest in peace. Um... Yeah, so that's not what I do. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I see that all the time on these podcast groups. How do you get how do you get more guests? How do you get bigger guests? I'm like I don't want to do that, man. I don't If anything, that'd make me more fucking nervous to do this show. You know, get someone I look up to to be on here. I'd be I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. You know, I'm not opposed to having people. It's just, you know, I don't seek it. If someone wants to be on that bad and they've got something to say, I'm not going to say no. But, um, yeah, anyways, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. I'm, I'm babbling now, which I'm supposed to do. It's part of my job on this show is to babble. Uh, but cheers. Bottoms up. Oh, boy. Uh, what else we got? Oh, my God. I really want to talk about this, this whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Um, I keep wanting to say Sky Mall. Wasn't that a magazine? I got to look this up now. It's like a magazine on an airplane, right? I keep wanting to say Sky Mall. It's, it's still a thing. Well, airplanes still exist, Chris. Why would they go away? Jesus Christ. It's so wild. to <laughs> You can buy an ice cream maker, a projector so you can watch your movies, or one of those blow-up bounce house slash pools with the slide on it included, and a basketball goal. Look at that. It's not Sky Mall, even though this is cool. I mean, I guess you don't have to be in an airplane to order from Sky Mall. I think that's how it started. I could be wrong. You'd be on the airplane, they give you the Sky Mall magazine, like, yeah, let me get that uh, pair of Nikes. Ship it to my house. <laughs> um, 30 plus years since 1990. 
I, I, I thought they had been around a lot longer than that. I guess not. Uh, but it's not Sky Mall. That has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers or what I'm about to talk about. That's just how my brain works. If, if you hear a word over and over again, that's just where your brain goes. It just keeps going back to the same word that you know. Uh, but it's it's Sky Cave. Uh, this thing that Aaron Rodgers just did. And I'm, I'm honestly, I haven't looked into it too much, but I'm already fascinated by it. So they... They lock you in a, a dark place. It's like sensory deprivation. I hear for four days. I heard he did it for four days. You know, and this guy's at the end of his career. He's won a championship. Um, you know, he's he's got money. There's no way he's hurting for whatever they're going to pay him for another season. You know, he's probably been smart. He's done State Farm, and, and I, dude, over the years, I've just bashed Aaron Rodgers <laughs> because uh, because he is so good, you know, because he has given my team hell over the years. Um, and he say, I mean, he just seems like a, a douche, you know. Uh, this adds cool points, in my opinion, to him, and not only that, but I, I softened up on him a, a couple of years back. He started doing like the State Farm commercials. He did a couple of other commercials, and I'm like, I, I like this guy. I hate that I like this guy, but I like him. Like he always, I don't know, just the look on his face, he always seems like a, and I'm sure he can be a D-bag, just like the rest of us, right? We can all be D-bags. But um, yeah, fucking, ugh, I didn't hate his guts. That's too far. I almost said that. I just, he fucking irritated me. Not only was he good. And always beat my team, but he's just this cocky asshole. I always called him chin strap. You guys can listen a couple of years back for that one. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what episode. Uh, 178. How about that? I don't know. I just named a random one. Uh, but I, yeah, I called him chin strap. That one season they beat us, the Des Bryant catch. He was so goddamn comfortable in the pocket that he didn't even bother <laughs> to put on his chin strap. You know, and that's kind of ironic a couple of years later because of that that picture of when he got his ass smashed and that chin strap was over his nose, you know. Um, it's been a, a billion memes by now. Um, <clears throat> anyways, yeah, I fucking hated him. He was so arrogant and so comfortable in that pocket and we couldn't do anything to get to him. He wore his fucking, he didn't even clip, you know, click his chin strap to the other side of his helmet. He just let it dangle there and called a hike. He's like, yeah, you guys can't get to me. I was like, what a fucking, and he was right. That doesn't make it any less douchey, you know. <laughs> and that was our year, man. I don't know. I don't know if that was our year, but I, God damn it. We came as close as we have in a long time. That would have been it. I'm I'm pretty confident that would have been our year. Anyway, so yeah, I fucking hate this guy. And then, like I said, a couple of years later, he starts doing these commercials. I'm like, fuck, I really don't want to like him. Like Peyton Manning, to me, always lovable. From the first, you know, on the field, to the first commercial I saw, I'm like, I already love the guy. I love what he's done. You know? Then you fly overseas to have neck surgery once upon a time. That's fucking insane. 
You know, I mean, I guess it makes sense. He didn't fly to fucking Mexico <laughs> to do it. He went to a professional in another country that would do it. I don't know for whatever reason they wouldn't do it in, in this country. Something like that's what I heard. I don't know. But yeah, instantly, I just, I loved Peyton Manning. Cowboys fan through and through. I won't root for his team, but I like him. Like him as a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, no. Don't like him. But he's become lovable. And now he goes and does this. I'm taking the long-winded way to get to this Sky Cave. Not Sky Mall. God damn it. Why does my brain do that? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, so what, what he did was he got locked in the, in the dark for four days. I, I think it's supposed to... Um, you're like cleansing your mind in a way. And I'm sure, you know, your body, ha I'm sure Joe Rogan, you go over to Joe Rogan's podcast, he can tell you all about the DMT, but I'm sure your body releases some kind of chemical to get you fucked up, man. Um, naturally, you don't have to smoke nothing, don't have to drink nothing. So they lock them away for four days. And this is all what I've heard from people in passing and people that I've talked to. But locked them away for four days. They do get to eat. There is a toilet. Actually, I don't know if they get to shower. That seems like it'd be the easiest out of all of them. I guess you sit on the toilet. <laughs> you don't stand to take a piss. Oh, what a mess. Just have to go by sound. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, and, and they feed you. So what they were saying is they bring them the the food for their whole day uh, every night when it's the darkest out where they are. And obviously they probably have different chambers, light proof, you know, and you're basically locked away there and you're supposed to have some sort of epiphany or, you know, I'm sure that happens to people or just, you know, you learn something about yourself. And, uh, I just think that's so cool that he did that. And now that he has done that, I'm going to look up on their website. How much? Okay, first we got to click on what to expect. Um, Sky Cave Retreat. Oh my God. This one's in the snow. This looks like where the. Uh, what's that fucking movie called? The movie with the three teenagers. Oh my God. I can't remember now. And they went into the woods and they supposedly got killed by the whatever haunted spirit evil witch. What the fuck is the name of that movie? And it was all shot on, you know, like a video camera or whatever. And then they came out on the MTV Awards all together. Like months after the movie was released. What the hell is the name of that movie? Oh. This is, I, I just, I can't think. Witch something, witchcraft. The Witcher, no, that's a video game. Blair Witch, thank God. Okay, it came to me, finally. When you pull this up, that Sky Cave, it looks like the Blair Witch. You know, the last, one of the last scenes of the movie where they go into the, it's like a cabin in the middle of nowhere, and they go downstairs. There's something waiting for them in the corner. Uh, that's what it looks like, a little scary, actually. Um, 
Dark retreat begins at sunset. Check-in time is a few hours before sunset. Um, let's see what the room looks like, man. Day to day. With the exception of us coming to tend to your material needs, once a day from outside your room, you will totally... You will be totally undisturbed in the darkness until the end of your retreat. Dude, as much as this might cleanse you, what a fucking brilliant business idea. <laughs> you don't have to fluff any towels. There's no room service. I mean, there is room service. They got to give you food. I don't want to starve you to death. But what a business. I mean, you don't have to pay for the light bill. Just get in this cabin. <laughs> Sit in there. You can do whatever you want. You can do jumping jacks to your heart's content. You can sleep the whole time. I think that's what I would do. They'd probably end up waking me up and be like, hey, man, your, your time's up. I'd be like, oh, my God. I slept for four days? Jesus Christ. I feel enlightened. Um, what a What a brilliant idea. You don't have to pay for shit. Water bill. Couple of hot pockets. <laughs> You're good. You're good. You can't wear... I'm sure you can't have a fucking cell phone in there. That defeats the purpose. You don't have to pay for a Wi-Fi. Nothing. Oh, my God. I just... It just dawned on me. What a brilliant fucking business idea this is brilliant um <clears throat> anyway let's keep going with the exception of the best coming blah, blah blah we can always make prior arrangements to come up twice daily for check-ins well they do just not aaron how you doing in there buddy you feeling all right all right see you later <laughs> no wake-up calls no front desk manager no vending machines when you're hungry in the middle of the night. Just here's all your fucking shit to eat. Figure out what it is. <laughs> I'm saying it's Hot Pockets. Pepperoni, to be specific. Or Pacific, whoever you're talking to. Depends on who's saying it. <clears throat> Includes in your dark retreat is three organic meals delivered to... Ooh, organic. Uh, we bring both these meals around sunset through a double door I knew it there is pure and filtered mountain water on tap how do you find it when you're in there uh, our dark retreat cottages do an amazing job at both retaining heat and providing insulation thus moderating temperatures in the heat of summer the space remains moderately cool and in the cold of winter the space never gets very cold if you ever feel that you need additional support we are here for you well how do you call them if there's nothing in this room except for a fucking toilet and a bed and whatever pan you gave them of hamburger helper, <laughs> well, how do you call them? You just beat on the door. Hey, help. I need assistance. Where I'm out of toilet paper. <laughs> um, okay. Dark ret retreat experience. We typically recommend starting with a three to four day in the darkness and ask that Retreatants book one full day to settle in upon arriving and one full day to integrate after emerging from the dark. Oh my god. Okay, so if you're going in for four days, they're really recommending 
six. Oh my lord. This is a brilliant business model. Oh, dude. Wow. Integrating in the dark. Integration from the dark can be a very delicate process. It's a great idea to consider booking a few extra days both before and after. Yes, you already said that. You've already made your sale. Um, get in touch. Where to find us. Follow us. I want to know prices. Supporting others. Stories. Oh, yes. Reflections from past retreat. Uh, that's a hard word. Retreatants. Personal story. I mean, this guy looks like he came from. He looks like he tried out for Castaway and Tom Hanks got the part. I mean, come on. He looks like a perfect candidate to go in this place. <laughs> the dark has become my most beloved teacher and a space where I am in an ever deepening connection with eternity. Jesus Christ, dude. I tend to spend the majority of my time laying down, welcoming all that appears as I soften and rest into the simplicity of being Scott. You totally look like a Scott, too. Um, <clears throat> I wish I could show you when you are lonely or in the darkness, the astonishing light of your own being. Dude. I want to do this so bad. This is fascinating, dude. I got to do this. Uh, who knows how much it is? What? Okay, I got to look that up. Price for Sky. And I bet, you know, Aaron Rodgers is such a big name. I bet he got his stay for free. You know the publicity they got out of that? Price for a Sky Retreat. Is that what it's called? Sky Cave. Why did it change what I typed? Cave. That guy just said retreat. I think I did. Holy fucking hell. The website does not list costs for Sky Cave retreats, but book retreats list the cost at 1350 for staying seven days. I, okay. 1350 divided by seven. About 200 bucks a day. That's not horrible. But, dude, yeah, I bet he got his shit for free. It's Aaron goddamn Rogers, man. Like, everyone's talking about this right now. It's it's insane. Um, Let me know if you would do it. And I'll, I'll book you. I'll do it for 150 You can come get in my closet, and I'll lock you in there for four fucking days. I'll slide the meals under the door. You might hear a cat meowing every now and then. You might hear some cars outside, but you'll be in the dark, damn it. I'll make sure of it. Uh, anyways, how long have we done? How long have I babbled for about Sky Retreat? I almost said Sky Mall again. And it's not Sky Retreat, it's Sky Cave. Why is this so hard for me? <laughs> to remember. Um, I would do it, man. I would. I wonder if I could get a podcast discount. You think they'd do that for me? Yeah, I'd love to talk about this on my podcast. Do you think you would? Have... They'd be like, who are you? We've never heard of your podcast. I mean, no. It's $200, sir, a day. Yeah, but I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. So, you know, there's value in that. I'm like, sir, please, no. Anyways, let's take another drink. Okay, 
I'm not going to sift through the website to find... This is what I really want to know. What am I trying to say? I want to know the effects... Benefits. How about that? Effects and benefits of... Uh, being in the dark for four days. That's the long way to say what I'm trying to say. My, my brain's obviously not working. What happens if you stay in the darkness for a week? One impact of being in complete darkness is that it can wreck your sleep cycle. Oh, that makes sense. Two of the key mechanisms for sleep cycle regulation, the hormone melatonin and the brain's, uh, Jesus Christ, suprachiasmic chiasmic nucleus both rely on light to function daylight reduces our levels of melatonin what are the benefits of staying in the dark darkness helps stimulate the production of melatonin a hormone that helps you fall asleep quickly I think that's all I would do <laughs> it also helps to keep you asleep okay that's not what I'm asking Effects of light deprivation on humans for four days. Yeah. No, not two days. How long can you go without sunlight? That's actually... Submariners have gone without sunlight for periods exceeding six months. Using vitamin D supplements, it is unlikely, though, that an adult could die directly and exclusively from prolonged darkness. Hmm. Interesting. What happens if you go without light for two days? Low energy and productivity. I mean, when they took Scott's picture that I was talking about earlier, I mean, it looked like he just came out of it. I mean, he was smiling. Um... This isn't quite what I'm looking for. Lack of sunlight. Can you get sick from lack of sunlight? For three days. No sun for three days. With no sunlight, photosynthesis would stop. But that would only kill some of the plants. What the fuck? We're talking about plants now? Ugh. Long time. I'm not saying... I said four days. I didn't say long term. Where the fuck are these people living where they're going long term without sunlight? That's torture. You can't even get your vitamin D. I just want to know if it it has like a cycle. Well, obviously, I want to know if it has a psychoactive effect. That's what I'm looking for. I get the melatonin thing. It's just going to make you really sleepy. Um, I guess you're alone with your thoughts. You have a lot of time to figure shit out. It's probably fucking sobbing in there. <laughs> My puppy died when I was 10. They're just like, yep, it's working. Outside the door, it's it's hitting him. How long has he been in there, sir? Uh, four hours. <laughs> That's not funny. That's traumatic. Why am I making fun of that? That's not, it's not cool. But I don't know. Let me know if you would do it. Drink it till you podcast at gmail.com. Or hit me up on Twitter at Drink Until You. Facebook, Instagram, Drink Until You Podcast, Drink Until You Podcast. Um, that's all I got for you, really. I'm about to go watch my stars. Woohoo! We did it, 9.05. Game's about to start here in a minute. So uh, go stars. It's a big one.
I'll be tweeting about it all night. Follow me on Twitter for my mediocre tweets. Um, let's finish these off. wonder how many of you drink twisted tea with me. Is that just because I'm Texan? Uh, anyways, cheers, everybody. Ah, oh, so good. Oh, boy. Sky Cave. Man, what a concept. You, you think about starting a business. That's that's what you want to do. People always make it the mistake of getting a, a store. And now we have overhead. And now we have employees. And now we have an electric bill. No. Start small, baby. Start as small as possible and grow from there. They're doing it right. 200 bucks a night. Organic. I wonder if there's organic Hot Pockets. <laughs> it's like I'm not, and you couldn't even tell. You know? After day three, it's just Hot Pockets. They're like, here's a steak. We're giving you steak tonight, Aaron. He's like, okay, I love steak. He's just eating fucking pepperoni Hot Pockets. He doesn't know the difference. He can't even see it. Like, that's crazy, dude. Like, even laying in bed at night, you put your hand in front of your face, you can see it. There's some light somewhere that your eyes can adjust to. To go, okay, there's my hand. What just moved in the corner, you know? But that, I mean, you couldn't even... There's nothing you could do. Just complete darkness. That's crazy. I've never even heard of this, honestly, before Aaron Rodgers... Um, now Joe Rogan does the water thing. I think, is that the same? He like lays there in some water with it. It's dark and he has things over his eyes and things in his ears. So he can't hear or see anything. Sensory deprivation, right? Of some sort, but he doesn't do it for four fucking days. I think he does. I don't even know. It's crazy. Anyways, let's finish these off. Cheers guys. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. I love you all. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Get a fucking DoorDash. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next Saturday. Bye.